Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Game Trail. This week uh, we decided we're going to talk about games to film and films to game. So as the gaming industry just continues to grow and I think now it's actually bigger than the music and the film industry combined in the amount of revenue and cash it actually takes, I thought it'd be a great chance to discuss some of the some of the best and some of the worst games to film and films to game. So something that's obviously already been a game and then they make a film of it or something that was a film and they've tried to make a game of it. And uh, I personally struggled to find many good ones, but anything that there was in there. So in a lot of recent years, there has been a lot of really incredible game to films and some barely credible film to game or game to film such as Assassin's Creed. <laughs> we're going to be delving into what we enjoyed and what we liked. So I'm going to go off first with what my first top film to game was. I don't know if anyone's actually played it. I think Kev has. But it has to be Wolverine. Because if oh, anyone yes. played that... Oh, he's still was... my answer. <laughs> <laughs> when that came out, it was actually... The game was better than the film. It was so good because yeah. the film was like a PG or something on it, and the game was an 18. And that's exactly what Wolverine should be. He should be an 18 rated film because he is just filled with rage. So that it, it was brilliant. It was dead brutal. And when he got absolutely hammered, all his body flaked off, and you could see his exoskeleton there, or his internal skeleton because he's not on the outside. And he, he could just see everything. His adamantium was just shining through. And it was, he had loads of really high end cinematography. The graphics were really good. It was like, it looked like Uncharted, I thought, at the time. But did anyone, did anyone else play it? I'm guessing Kev did. Yeah, I played it. Um, absolutely loved it. Like I say, it was a, one of those games you pick up on a, on, a, on a whim. You say, oh, it's got Wolverine in it. I'll pick it up. It should be fun. And it completely blew me away. Oh, yeah. It was, it was. It was really good for its yeah. time as well. I thought it really did the ball well. Do you play it, Kevin? Say, yeah. The the coolest thing, and it's the most nitpicky thing, but I loved it. Like you said, like when he takes damage and stuff, and you see like his body decaying and bits coming off. It's when you see it come back, <laughs> when you see his body regenerate. It's like, dude, that's the coolest thing ever. Why don't they do this more? Like, I know it's obviously like plot armor in films as well as a tiny cool visual effect, but like you say, it was it was like the bloodiest Uncharted I've ever seen, and yeah. I was in for it. Yeah, really yeah. good game. Did you play Gemma? I did not. Ah, uh, well, uh, good episode, guys. See you later. Yeah, right, see yeah, you next yeah. Week. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I think like it did stand up quite well. It had really good graphics. It had really good gameplay. It had a good story. It was just run around, kill everyone, and try and stop the doctor from doing it. But uh, yeah, I thought it, I thought for its time it was really decent. Kev, what's your top film to game? Film Wolverine. to game was Wolverine. <laughs> um, I don't know actually. The, the it's a bit of a cop out, but the best thing I can say that was closest to because it's not the same plot was when I played Miles Morales and you got the Into the Spider Verse suit um, oh, yeah. because. The game itself, depending on what settings you put it on, can be played at like 60 and all the rest of it. But the suit itself is in 24 frames, exactly the same yeah. as the film. And it's the coolest thing ever. Like you'd think, oh man, this looks shit and looks dead laggy. It really doesn't. Yeah, it just fits that. really well. It's it's hard because the amount of like mediums and stuff like you have, your superhero stuff, they're easy answers. Yeah. One that I would probably say it's not the best. But a hidden gem is Captain America, the first Avenger, the video game. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember that. It was, it was like the Batman engine, wasn't it, or something mm-hmm. similar? Yeah. yeah. It's one that flew like way under the radar because I was like, oh, no, it's a licensed film game, whatever. It's going to yeah. be sucky. Uh, at the time, I went to Blockbuster and I actually really enjoyed it. I borrowed it for like five days and I must have played it about two or three. But I went and played it twice. I can't remember if it was Chris Evans that actually voiced it, but it was... 
almost as fun as Wolverine, but not bloody, if that yeah. makes sense. It was just a good action platformy sort of action adventure thing. It was really good, and it was better than Green Lantern because everything is better than Green Lantern. I remember watching that and thinking, it seemed like it had like story, 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 build up, build up, build up, eight seconds of get ready to fight the bad guy, fight the bad guy. It just had, it had all this massive start and become Green Lantern. <laughs> and then it was like, learn all about Green Lantern in eight seconds. Yeah. I, uh, I feel the same to say the I completed Green Lantern and it wasn't my copy of the game, which is why I only feel 50% guilty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I played it on a Sunday afternoon with one of my mates who got a few texts. He's like, oh, dude, I got Green Lantern. And I was like, why? And he was just like, it's come up. And I was like, well, okay. And we did it. <laughs> and like you say, it was eight seconds of Green Lantern. Go beat your 500 million bad guys. Little boss credits. Ah. Okay, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Lantern is out. Goodbye. What uh, what have you got, Ed? What's your top film to game? Well, I had a few on my list, but the one I've come out with on top is Goldeneye. Oh, that's a very I knew good somebody one. was going to pick that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, a... you are, just check. You are on about the Daniel Craig version, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> a big hard no on that one. No, the N64 <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, absolute classic game that redefined FPS games. Yeah, definitely. It was uh, massive, wasn't it? It was, it was for its time. It was huge. Absolutely um, huge. Everybody had it. Everybody went to each other's house uh, with the controller and played the four-screen co-op. Or not, uh, yeah. not co-op, the deathmatch mode. Running mm-hmm. around with um, slappers only. On facility. Yeah. We are talking about video games, aren't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you had all... 97 sounds weird. Oh, I know, yeah. It was, it was a good year. We even... I mean, it looks. I mean, it looks terrible now, doesn't it? But yeah. like, it was literally just like there's no animations on the face. It was like a, a polygon triangle face, <laughs> and then we just glue half a face each side of it. And <laughs> I remember at the time thinking it looked bad, but it looked good. But yeah. even thinking it doesn't look good, you could think it was stylized to a degree. Yeah, and they all had hands like this. <laughs> yeah, held guns like this. Yeah, but is that the excuse for Max Payne One, who looks like he's just been smacked in the face right. with a shovel? He just has the eyebrow all the time, doesn't he? Like that. <laughs> it's like somebody's done a really bad Photoshop of the rock and just like smacked it with a spade. Right. <laughs> Polygons. Yeah, but think how excited the developers were to have him have that expression on his face all the time at the time they made it. Like, that's I, so cool. Imagine yeah, working on that for like months and months and having that staring back at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably loved it, it at the time. <laughs> yeah, had a sort of face like he'd never farted before and he just let one go. He's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> well, like somebody paused it mid-frame and then, yeah, right, like, the face of our video game. What about you, Gemma? What's your top film to game? I actually had to do some research for this topic because there are a lot that I haven't played or yeah. vice versa haven't seen. I ended up find well, I knew this was going to happen. It would have to be Jurassic World Evolution. All of the games that ended up on my list are actually very childish i guess they're from years ago obviously jurassic world evolution is pretty recent so i don't i don't really have a lot to add to this conversation unfortunately but <laughs> jurassic world evolution is just really fun like you build obviously you build your own park and you unlock all the other islands that are from the movies it's just a game that is set within the world of jurassic park and then you just kind of you, you play off all of those elements and stuff it has a story running through it but i don't think from what I've played of it, it's not very clear. Is it not like, like instead of the lions getting out, the T Rex is eating all your guests again? 
Oh, absolutely. I had to build a separate pen because the game doesn't specify splitting up the different kinds of dinosaurs, so herbivores from carnivores. And obviously that's pretty obvious, but I didn't think of it at the time. So because the game didn't tell me to do that, I created some carnivores in the same pen as the herbivores, and then they just started murdering all of the triceratops. <laughs> um, and then there was a there's a quest as well where you it teaches you how to use the tranquilizers and to call the helicopter to catch dinosaurs and take them back to the pens if they escape. Yeah. You have to actively unlock the gate so that one of them sees and runs out. Um, oh, and yeah. then because I was so caught up in doing the quest, I forgot to close the gate. So all the others got out too. <laughs> <laughs> and they just started trying to eat all of my guests. And I had to scramble to get them all back in. <laughs> yeah, my favourite thing about those games, and not many of it, I mean, they're not, they're not as big as they used to be, unfortunately, but that sort of simulation build something game. Like, I've, I've yeah. got a Two Point Hospital, and I, I got hooked on it for about two weeks straight. I just kept playing it because it's so good. But <laughs> I love, like, I love being able to do that and then go into first person and explore what I've built. I like uh, that. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, like, when that's I used really to play, cool. Dungeon Keeper, which was an absolute belter of a game, and you used to be able to possess every single creature, but you had run around my dungeon just looking around it. It was dead good <laughs> see from a completely different perspective. Yeah, and I, I, that, that'd be good. If it has, I've got that Jurassic World actually. I might install that and give it a go. And if it I can't first type. person, then I'll just delete it because that's my only feature I like. Uh, well, you might want to not install it then. <laughs> <laughs> so I could pack around the game, but like with some solid ones, it is, it is quite. Um, tough i think though to find actual good films that became good games and equally we're probably going to find it the other way around because it's quite tough as well yeah but exactly. it, it, it's not many i think that always break the mold that became great or, mm. <laughs> or even good it was just <laughs> hey. wolverine though i do think did think it hit more of a went above okay it went to good and maybe not great but it was definitely good so the next question is what what the bottom of that pile and for me, I put Terminator Salvation for PS3. It was so fucking bad <laughs> that every it, it was everything about it. The graphics were terrible. Gameplay was shocking. It, it had a cover system, but your head poked out. So all the Terminators just shot you in cover and killed you in headshots. It was <laughs> fucking broken as shit. And they all had lightning fast reflexes. I mean, they were Terminators, so it sort of makes sense. But you popped out of cover and they all just wiped you out all the time. It was broken to the masses. The voice acting was terrible. It, it even, I mean, it, it had bugs that you could just, I can't remember how you did it, but you could just skip levels <laughs> and just start a level, <laughs> do something, just skip through. And the developers just acknowledged it like it was all right. Don't worry about it. You know. meant to do it. Yeah. Mode, don't worry about it. Yeah, we're giving you a trophy <laughs> in three hours. Don't worry about it. it. It it was absolutely terrible. Did anyone actually play it? No, no. no. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'll lend you it all. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got one, Kev. What's your bottom film to game? It was going to be Green Lantern, <laughs> but we we've already covered Green Lantern. Um, Superman sixty four. Oh, yeah, that was terrible, wasn't it? It's a bit cheaty because I haven't played it for more than about ten minutes. I Don't I watch it. a lot. I watch a lot of speed runs and a lot of let's plays and this that, and the other. And at GDQ, a game's done quick, and they always have Superman sixty four because it's the most broken fucking game ever. Uh, <laughs> To the point where literally you're meant to like fly through rings and do this that and the other, but you can literally just miss a level 
or like bump into a car and it'll fly off into the distance. Like, <laughs> you know, that like hilarious cyberpunk remake meme sort of trailer they did. Yeah. When it was just like it's a PS1 game. It was just like that, but just imagining like 24p instead of 1080. <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's possibly, if not the worst game I've ever seen slash played for 10 minutes because I downloaded it out of pure curiosity. And even the ROM's fucked. Like you would have thought that like <laughs> putting it on the internet, somebody might have like tinkered with it and been like, oh mate, it's playable, lads. No. I watched a video of someone playing Horizon Zero Dawn at like 76p the other week. <laughs> it's incredible. They've got this really poor yeah. graphics card and tried to just downgrade it enough to play it. And it just you can see all the pixels. It looks terrible. I'm gonna I'm just complete tangent. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you all that in the in the WhatsApp group because it's well worth watching. Do it. I saw Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven remake at two forty P. And it's <laughs> It's it's somewhere between like really charming and pixelated and out of my eyes. So it's <laughs> I've um Final Fantasy VIII's squall face before it was remastered. You're the, uh, the most handsome guy here. That, that yeah. Me, yeah. yeah, that me, yeah. <laughs> Literally that. I also want to give a little shout out to the last list as well that I totally bonked it and realized that Jurassic Park for the SNES is one of the better games from movie to film. As well, from um, the only thing that made me shoot my pants, bearing in mind I was a kid, it was like 995, so I would have been like, what, 89, whatever. Um, it's when you go into the visitor center and suddenly it's fucking first person and there's raptors coming at you. <laughs> and I mean, like, eight, I'm like eight or whatever, and I'm like, I can't deal with this. What's going on? <laughs> Great game, but just don't go indoors if you're eight years old, is my <laughs> advice for all the listeners out there. If you're eight years old, it's usually go. the other way around, don't go outside. Just don't go inside. Well, no, because it's like it's like top down, isn't it? Don't so you go. Can, so you can, don't yeah, go. just just be grateful you're in the right era. Is all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> What's your uh, bottom film to game, Ed? My bottom film to game is Terminator Two on the NES. Terminator's getting a bad rap, isn't it? It is. It's a shame. <laughs> it's like I was going to go for Alien Colonial Marines, but that, that game up. is yeah. yeah. It's, there's no point beating that bag of crap any more than it has been. <laughs> but um, I remember getting this game when I was a kid, and I was too young to be watching Terminator 2, but I absolutely loved it. So my parents went out and got me the game, and the first level is the start of the film where you're in the truck stop shooting all the bikers and stuff. Great fun. Second level, you're shooting down the flood canal with the truck behind you, and I never got past it. I could never figure out. I've even gone back now and tried playing it as an adult, and I still can't do it. It's just, I don't know how to do it. I've not even bothered going on. I, don't, I could go onto YouTube and look at how someone's done it and figure it out and probably enjoy the rest of the game. But it's just the the nightmare fuel that game fueled when I was a kid. <laughs> it just <laughs> ruined so much love for that um, franchise. And I love the Terminator franchise. I still do, even though it's... Um, very very shady right now on a side though based on that that analogy you've gone through do you think games are easier or harder now it depends like most games now like um, like platformers and stuff there's a lot of hand holding like we've mm. talked about before with crash bandicoot back in the day it was um gonna sound old saying that but um, back in the day yeah <laughs> well, back in the day if this week so it's like um a different era and games were a lot harder because there was no guides there was no hand-holding you pretty much just put the cartridge in and off you went and if you wanted to figure out something really bad you rang nintendo oh, do you remember that that's fucking nintendo's bad, hotline i remember yeah yeah. <laughs> the power had, line. yeah now you're gaming with power 
like now you just go onto YouTube. You just yeah. watch Twitch and watch some guy play it. Well, that's yeah, the just, thing, isn't it? It's that everything's yeah. so much more accessible now because as gaming has evolved and technology has evolved at the same time, everything just becomes so much more accessible and and. Um, like the hand-holding thing I get to an extent but it's like while games are more accessible the the ability to game is becoming more accessible as well if you're introducing somebody who's never played a game before to a video game they need that tutorial that's what they think that's what they're there for like we've evolved to play book games better haven't we because like uh, my father-in-law he's he used to come around ours and watch play on the VR with me, and he loved it. And he, he like, he was watching me play World COD World War Two a few years back. He was like, his graphics are incredible, and there are it's absolutely astonishing looking that yeah. game when you're actually storming the beach in Normandy. And uh, so we got a PlayStation uh, for Christmas, not this one, the one before. Plays loads of Warzone, but when he first played it, obviously you know it's run forward, look left, look up, yeah. run forward, mm. run right. <laughs> and it was it's like that. Now we you know he. He's really good on it, but obviously he's grown with it now a bit more. He played it for a year and he's got better. But yeah, mate, I think I think it's a bit fifty-fifty in it. I think there is a bit more hand-holding, and the way that the engines have evolved does make it easy. I mean, fucking Crash Bandicoot One does prove that point, though, doesn't it? The way the engines evolved, <laughs> yeah. The end Crash Bandicoot One engine is shocking, and it still is shocking. But the way the engines have evolved, they have made it easier. But then, like, I think to what Jemin's saying, saying there is we have improved as gamers as well if you do give it to someone who yeah. is if i give hallie i mean she'll just suck on the end of the controller and spit on it. but if i get hallie a controller <laughs> she would do terribly um yeah but i do think i do think in another vein of that that gaming was harder then because there wasn't save functions mm. i didn't want to re- i i will plow through a level on cod because if i die i don't care i'm going to start 10 minutes back there and then i'm going to go again but if I do it on, if I used to do it on Mario, I'm a bit like just not just replaying levels on Mario Super Mario Brothers just to get uh, Super Mario World, sorry, just to get lives, extra lives, yeah. replaying mm, them yeah. to get more ring coins so I could get more lives. And on Sonic, I mean that's very unforgiving that you have what you have. You can't go back and redo an easier level, can you? To get more lives and. You had to know where the extra lives were and you had to know that you had to jump off this cliff and run backwards if you wanted to do it. Or you'd just be Kevin, just speed run them all. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say this, yeah. I recently bought Sonic 2 as part of the Mega Drive collection and I cannot for the life of me play that game. No. I, I love it to bits because I speedrun Mania and all the rest of it because it's in a good game. But it's got modern controls, even though Sonic's not exactly, you know perplexing on a joypad but the physics are a lot nicer everything's a bit more balanced there's a lot of quality of life stuff that they just didn't have back yeah. then so like onto the point of difficulty with games is there's two sides of it there's you get a lot of gamers that want to explore every nook and cranny of every level of everything to the point where some of the easter eggs you've got in older games are ridiculous like the amount of convoluted stuff you've got to even think of to get there is nuts. So yeah. you got to think that devs are gamers as well. So mm. they're like, I'll tell you what, let's let's put something like this in there. Nobody's going to find it, and this, that, and the other. And you've got stuff like there was a Halo Two secret or something that got found out this year or last yeah. year it was. And it's like, mate, it's ridiculous. One of the guys that made GTA Five was like, we still haven't found everything, and we made it. Yeah, <laughs> like going to get to that. But like to your points as well, to everyone that said it. You know, if you hand it to somebody that's never played a video game or never had an interest until they've been like, wow, that's pretty cool. You've you've got to proper, not baby them, but essentially give them kid gloves to even get them started. So a lot of games do hold your hand. But again, it's by genre. Like a platformer is pretty, 
go across the screen, jump, and do the thing. A shooter is, you know, you need to turn in X, Y, or Z direction and shoot the thing. But depending on what you're playing, if you fucking got Final Fantasy X or something and give it to someone that's never played a PlayStation, God help you. Because it'll say, this is what an overdrive is. But they're like, what the fuck is this? Where am I? And who's that guy? (laughs) You know, so it depends on both sides. I agree games have got easier with time, but I think it's a case of they've had to because of all these massive expansive worlds you've got as well. Yeah, technology's enabled people to do yeah. more. It's you know, incredible, it... the actual scale of things you can do with open yeah. worlds, like Horizon, but to some people, they won't finish it because it's too much. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not in that position. Like The Witcher is obviously so ridiculously acclaimed, and graphically it's nice, it's a traditional RPG, it's really nice. 70% of people have finished it. I am. It's fucking massive. It's a great yeah. game, but I'm, I don't know if it's because I've been told it's great so many times, I believe it's great. Or, you know, I've restarted The Witcher more times than I've got fingers, but I couldn't tell you. <laughs> 200 hours between 10 different playthroughs does not count as a 200-hour playthrough. <laughs> uh, nor am I bothered. Think, I think that's how that ship sailed. So. thing saying about where you're saying they get easier and such, and they have to, it goes back to what we said about alienating fan bases and sticking to what they used to do, though, doesn't it? It goes back onto those points that if they don't, grow with the times and if they don't make it easier mass effect being a good example make mass effect three pretty much a shooter with a bit of rpg in they need to get more cash in the bank don't they so that's that's pretty much i think a summary of what they do because like yeah they, they are we get better they, they do have to make it easier but then the engines grow can we so... <laughs> pull one out for mass effect andromeda again by the way yeah, uh, yeah. because it's not just that because it didn't make it into the actual trilogy. I mean, it's not, it wouldn't be well, a trilogy. It's not even that. It's it. not even that. There you go. It's pouring. He knows. Because Anthem got yeah. scrapped today, which is kind of sad because they did work hard on it and stuff. But Andromeda suffered so Anthem could happen. And then Anthem didn't happen properly. Yeah. yeah. I want to pour it's out sad. two shots for, yeah. for Andromeda but just, for what could have we'll, been. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just have a moment of silence for Bioware in general right now. <laughs> well, you can say this. They're hard at work at new stuff. So Yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to what they've got. So. The next one is top games to film. So obviously that's, I'm going to just teach someone to suck eggs here, but right about things that have been a game and then someone's gone, you know what, that'd make a fucking banging film. And it probably didn't, but we're going to go around and talk about what ours are. I won't go first this time. Uh, I'll go to Gemma first this time. I do want to say though, as like a little disclaimer, uh, no game should ever be adapted for the big screen because it does not go well. It's just, it's two different mediums and a lot of disrespect in between. So I just, I want to put that out there. Um, I, think, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised by my answer then, Gemma, because oh. you are going to eat your words. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. see. And you've, ri- um, you've written it down so you can. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get this bit of paper ready. Yeah, that well, paper's lemon flavour. <laughs> <laughs> For this exact moment. I really, really, really stand by the first Resident Evil movie. But the first Silent Hill movie takes the cake for me. Do you know what? That's what they... I, mean, I completely agree with you, though. Yeah, it's, I think what they've tried to do with a lot of these things is when you put film to game, they try remake it, don't they? They try rebrand yeah. it, but use the title. Uh, mm-hmm. And similar with what they did with Wolverine, but Wolverine landed on its feet. But I totally do agree, though. I do actually agree that, yeah, there, there shouldn't be. But why, why did you think Silent Hill was so good? It had a really, really good production value which is Mm. very rare 
when yeah. they're making games into movies. The amount of times you will see a trailer and you think, oh, it looks kind of, you know, kind of promising. And then you get an extended trailer and you go, it looks cheap. It looks cheap and it doesn't look like they put any effort in. And it's just, it's always a shame to see it. But like, you can always tell how it's going to turn out by the production value. Now, the second Silent Hill movie was not as good and the production value was not as good. But the first one was really good. And I think it it works really well as like a standalone horror movie as well. Like mm-hmm. take it away from the game for a moment. A stand as a as a standalone horror movie, it's really, really good. It yeah. looks good. It's got it's got a pretty solid story. I enjoyed it actually and I, I really enjoy, you know, when the sirens blare out and the yeah. walls start peeling and that. It, yeah, it, it the was really good. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. I might watch that this weekend. Yeah, it was actually <laughs> really good. And and I agree with that as standalone I think it's a really, a really good film. They've, they've pinched the title, and, and yeah, I'm, I, I agree with the sense of we play games and tell the stories, and we resonate with the character and grow with the character. And sometimes it lets us make the decision of which way we're going to go, and maybe how we yeah. slightly change things. But in a film, obviously, you just journey with them. I know you do that in the game, but it's different, isn't it? In the film, yeah. it's you're watching Definitely. it happen, you're not living it happen. So yeah, I do think it's, you, the people do struggle to create the film of the game i don't think it always pans out exactly how it wants to but what do you two you you watch silent hill i've never seen it no oh. uh i watched it a long time ago bearing in mind i don't watch horror films really <laughs> it was on i actually really enjoyed it it made me want to play the game must have done well to get game. number two no no <laughs> i don't think i don't think konami were very good at the game i don't think they know what's going on anything they make they just they just they don't know yeah, hey, stay in place tomorrow. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, Metal Gear 19. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kev, what's your top game to film? I think we know. I think it's Sonic. It's I knew you were going to pick Sonic. Sick. I was like, someone's going to pick Sonic. I thought he was going to say yes. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh no, that's the other end of the list. <laughs> I knew that too. I saw that one as well. Generally, with Sonic Nostalgia Glasses Taken Off is just, as a film, I just thought it was entertaining. I just thought it was a bit of fun mm. without being a purist or anything. And I was a kid's film or anything, but just enjoying it. It was funny. Like, I don't fully agree with the direction they put Sonic in where they've made him an overexcitable kid. But if that's his character, then cool, whatever. It, it was fun to watch. I want to give a shout out to the Uncharted fan movie with Nathan Fillion as well. Oh, oh that's my God. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same thing. That was really... And why is he not Nathan Drake? Everybody I... has been wanting him to be Nathan Drake for years. And yeah. He... He knew it, so when it got to this point in time, he was like, I'm just going to do a fan movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, so good. <laughs> the thing is, why is Donald Glover not Miles Morales as well? He was the drug dealer in Spider-Man Homecoming, and he's actually played um, Miles Morales' uncle as well. So he could have been the Black Spider-Man, but uh, no, just give it to his uncle. But again, it was another role where like, he was, you know, everybody wanted him to be that. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, you're the other guy. So <laughs> it's like, you know, he would have been oh, perfect okay. for the role. So. I, haven't, I haven't watched Sonic. I preferred the original uh, version of him, though. Before they changed what he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've just got it. Oh yeah. Do you remember? 
It was there was so much silence while you was all thinking that through. I love that. I, Thanks, mate. How much? How how unified was the internet in Game Paramount to change that? They literally went. We're releasing a Sonic film. Here he is, and everyone's like, "Are you fucking for real? We're gonna go back and change it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna change it." See, uh, Sorry, mate. Sorry. Where it says no, <laughs> it's like the whole universe is just like no. Yeah, fucking sh- and, and honestly, though, whoever it was like that, and I think this goes on to sort of Gemma's point as well, where they should they are two separate entities. Yeah. You are not getting gamers to make this film, and that's shown on that yeah. very first instalment when they showed Sonic. You clearly took the name and played some of the games and went, people are like this. He, we've done some market <laughs> testing. No, go to the people that fucking play games and they go, don't, no, don't, honestly, mate, don't, don't pull that do up. Don't, yeah, don't, do don't do that. You don't know what these gamers are like, man. Trust <laughs> us. Trust us. That was bad, wasn't it? It's, what, tr- yeah. it's true, though, because like, they have the source material, but it always falls into the wrong hands. It falls into the hands of people that don't play video games. It, it falls into yeah. the hands of people that don't understand that there is a line between the two, and the balance is really, really difficult to find. Mm. You've got two completely different kinds of audiences, and what they're trying to do all the time is cater for both. And it doesn't work. It doesn't. Yeah. Because it's like you've got to cater for the people that already know the franchise and then you've got to cater for the people that don't know what that franchise is. Do you think there's a way within it that could work in the sense of, I don't know, like, I don't know how to say that. I don't want to say Final Fantasy, but something, if you were to have a game that has a universe, a big universe of some sort, and you create something within that universe. So if you were to do, I mean, you could do Call of Duty, couldn't you? Because just, it'd just be a bunch of people shooting each other. It would be, be a war film with the title Call of Duty. It wouldn't really matter. Yeah. But, if you were to do Final Fantasy and you were to say use, like what they did with Crisis Core in Final Fantasy Seven, so mm. not to say that you would do that, but let's say Crisis Core didn't exist and they took part of Final Fantasy Seven, so you're not going to make the film of Final Fantasy Seven, but you're going to take something that's maybe aforementioned within the story, even though they do have quite a large section of that in the story. So let's pretend that part doesn't exist as well. <laughs> and then you were to make that story as you, you're creating something within the sort of Silent Hill is within the universe of Silent yeah, Hill. Yeah, it's the it's universe not, of Silent Hill, but it's not the story of the game, Silent although, Hill. Although Resident Evil sort of tried to make its own film, its own universe within the universe of the universe yeah. that it exists in whilst creating its own universe. Yeah. What you're and essentially like... getting at, sorry, um, what you're essentially getting at is Advent Children. Advent Children, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I watched it years ago, but I think I was high. But the thing is, especially... <laughs> <laughs> right, so to, to get into what Jem said about keeping them separate, the only way that Final Fantasy VII Advent Children did well not as a you know, as a cinematic release, but it was like, you know, straight to internet, straight to DVD, whatever, was that it was made by the company that made the game. Mm, it yeah. wasn't made by, you know, big wig Hollywood executives and stuff. It was like, oh, everybody likes this. Let's make a film about it. We're not yeah. going to make a sequel yet. So let's just do a little bit afterwards. Let's, people like this story. And then you got compilation of Final Fantasy VII, like you had, like, you know, Crisis Core. Mm-hmm. I watched Crisis Core as a film as opposed to a game because it, it, I'm not going to lie, it looks shit. But the story seemed okay. Crisis Core was such thing. a good game, though. It was amazing. Yeah. But it's the same thing with um, Kingsglaive, Final Fantasy XV. Oh, um, yeah, forget, yeah. Forget about the rest of it. Kingsglaive is the prequel. The movie, mm. Kingsglaive, is amazing. The yeah. rest of Final Fantasy XV, I couldn't care less about. But the film was great. But that's a good example, isn't it? It's taking... 
even doing it as a prequel is taking the universe and you're not then trying to retell a story are you because i mean i think that's where these games go wrong when they try film sorry go wrong with the games and they try and retell the game yeah. in their own way and you're like yeah. but the game did really well and you're taking like a nine eight ten out of ten masterpiece and now yeah. like last of us how do no. we think that's gonna go because no. i'm hoping they don't just go is when joel meets ellie and then <laughs> they have to go off the story with them I don't mind, us, but then there's some of it in them, not spoilers already, yeah, but there's some of it in number two that it tells you the story between number one and two. Yeah. But I don't mind if they're going to tell some of the stories between that of some of the raids they did and some of the runs they did and how they get to be where they are. But at the so, same time, it's a spoiler that you know that neither of them die because yeah. there's Last of Us 2. I think um, I'm not going to talk about the cast announcements because I really don't want to. Um, <laughs> but... The only reason I had faith in the TV show adaptation of The Last of Us anyway was because it's the writers of the video games that are working on it. Yeah. And that, that's when you know you're at least going to get some authenticity with the with the um, source material. Mm. So I, I have faith that it will probably probably be quite gripping and you know, as intense as the game was. But it will still be a completely different experience. So yeah. I can't really speak to that particularly. But um, it helps if you have somebody who's actually or who was actually involved with the original to be involved with the adaptation too because then at least you get to keep some of what it what it is being translated into another medium mm. I think it's I think it's difficult because I, I think I think games have come on that much that they do tell a better story I feel now and I'm, I'm gonna sound biased because I'm a gamer but I've just recently finished uh, 2017 and watched, I don't even know if it was then, but I watched the Avengers Endgame. <laughs> and it's absolutely stunningly incredible. You know, our hair's on end and I'm dead excited watching it. And I'm like, oh my God, and, and all this. I won't say in case anyone's as thick as me and hasn't watched it yet. When I'm doing something in a game, though, and I'm in control and I'm, I'm, I'm you know, you're tensing up trying to finish that moment, trying to hit someone. So I think games just do a better chance of telling that story now. I mean, this goes back to the narrative episode. Video games tell stories in ways that other mediums can't. And I think that's another block between yeah. adapting it into a TV show or a movie. And some do, some do succeed, like we've been talking about, but most of the time they fail because they fall into the wrong hands. There's just there's a lot of disrespect. I think a lot of it as well is to do with time restriction, and it's nobody's fault, really. If you yeah. think you have a game like God of War 2018, for example, which would make an ace film, let's say, you know, because the story's so good, but you'd have to do it in a million parts, like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Purely yeah. because the story itself is fantastic, and it is a compelling story, and I would watch it, but the problem is you've got is that you spend so long in that thing. So, like, the average playtime, I don't know, you spend, I don't know, 40 hours, 20 to 40 hours on it, unless you're going after everything. You have to have that long to tell the story. Even if you take all the gameplay stuff out of it, to tell that story, because there's so much to it, you can't mm. cram the entire of God of War 18 into like two hours. But nah. there's a flip side to this as well, because this is something that... You're not wrong, I completely agree. But the flip side to this as well is that even taking away all of the gameplay, what a lot of people do when they try and turn video games into movies is turn that gameplay into something else, and then that's where they fail, because... Mm. They then go, well, if we're taking the gameplay out, we need to fill it with something else. And it does become fluff and filler and stuff that nobody cares about. And it ruins it, ruins the experience. Is so, it like yeah. chasing cats in 
Final Fantasy VII. Is it like that? <laughs> yeah. Because I hated it. That's, that's <laughs> the three-hour cutscene in the special features on Adventure Game. So I see what I'm getting at, that you can't cram all that story into such a yeah. amount of time. But on the upshot of it as well, games are guilty for it as well. Like, when you have an NPC die that you literally met 10 minutes ago, and they make a proper thing out of it, and it's like, <laughs> fuck you, this is. Oh, like, you've got, like, Kenny from The Walking Dead is a great one, where, like, he's he was a cool character at the start, like, you, know, you got to talk him, and, you know, you're dead pally-pally, because you've said, like, you've agreed with two of his decisions, and then you think, actually, that's a little bit morally ambiguous, I don't really want to shoot a kid in the face. Oh, you're fucking dead to me, then. Oh. Kenny will <laughs> yeah. remember this. And I'm like, what? I just don't want to kill a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we but, were yeah. talking about this, weren't we? Because when I was playing, when I was replaying it a couple of weeks ago, and we were saying the characters change their minds so quickly depending on the choices that you make. The illusion of choice. The illusion of choice, exactly. Mm. I pl- I've only ever played it once. I even finish it. I remember you're in a cop car, aren't you? At the start and getting arrested or something. And then I was in a. Oh, is it Herschel's, I think? I don't know if it's actually Herschel's on this one. I'm at a farm. And yeah, there's a Herschel. guy that gets pulled through a fence. It's and it was like, save start. him or not save him. <laughs> and I went, not save him. And he went, Herschel, remember this? I went, well, yeah, I didn't save his son. I think he will remember that. Right, that's what I said as well. I was like, hmm. Herschel will remember this. Well, you, get to the farm, you get to the farm, and you're looking after Clementine, who's not your kid. <laughs> and then, like... He's like, oh, who's this? What's going on? Yada yada. It's like, hey, it's a fucking apocalypse outside. I just got here. Have you got any clean togs or like a snack or anything? And, uh, <laughs> and then it's just like, you lied about Clementine's parents. It's just like, right, I didn't, but you know. And he was like, Hershey will remember this. And I'm like, the fuck? And then suddenly you turn to the Sawyer. And it's like, mate, I just wanted a pint of milk and a sandwich. <laughs> what makes me laugh though is that it goes, Hershey will remember this no matter what you do. You leave the farm anyway. So that character in season yeah. one will remember this, and you're in season four, like, oh, imagine if you're still pissed about that. I wonder how Herschel's doing. You wait till they release the new PS5 version, and Herschel rocks up. Be <laughs> <laughs> all like Randy Savage size. <laughs> Out of nowhere. No, be like the ultimate warrior running to the ring. <laughs> Herschel's not running anywhere, mate. <laughs> Did I do Ed and Kev? Ed? No, you've not done me yet. It's top game to film. It's going to be obvious what this is, but it's the 1995 version of Mortal Kombat. Mm. Yes! <laughs> I absolutely adore that film. I did say top, by the way, there, Ed. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. okay. And I will fight anybody on this. <laughs> oh. You want about one Mortal Kombat, or I <laughs> No, no, I will find you in the street and declare Mortal Kombat on you. It is just... Uh, to the, the new one. Oh, my heart wept when I saw that new trailer. It looks... It looks good, actually. It I looks think. great. It's exactly what you want. You want... It's like there's some vague things with the plot, but I'm happy to stand back and wait for the film to come out and judge it then. But the action, the brutality, looks absolutely looks on brutal, point. Doesn't it? it does look like it's gone for the right yeah. vein of brutality. But then, I don't know, the story might be a flop, but yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Well, the, again, the, the characters look the part, and it's just the tone and the feel and everything about this new trailer looks superb. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it comes down to they've respected the source material and they've gone right. Let's do something the fans will want. I uh, I fifty percent agree with you. 
Okay. There's a there's a big purist part of me that doesn't. Yeah, but going back to the '95 version, the way I tend to find a, if I enjoy a film, it's got to be a film that is quotable. Yeah. That is, you can sit down for an hour and a half, completely zone out, and just enjoy what you're going to see. Yeah. yeah. And, and for a lot of people, it's the fun factor. It's like, yeah. was it was it great? No. Was it fun? Hell yeah. 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 It's it's a it's a roller coaster ride. It's just you go in. I was twelve year old when I came out, and I got a copy of it from a little video rental store that was just in the middle of nowhere, and it was fantastic. Yeah, and I went yeah, out and I've, bought it. I do. You know I've seen it, but I, I cannot for the life of me remember it. Yeah, but I must have watched it when I was younger. I can't remember it, but I know I know that Street Fighter was bad. Yes, uh, that came out a year uh, a year before that, <laughs> and uh, it was. A mess. Like Van, I've been reading up on it. Like Van Damme was coked to the eyeballs during the whole of that film. And legend. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> what a film... lad. So... Yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Again, it comes down to that such wishy-washy approach to the source material. Like they could yeah. have done something fantastic, but they turned it into a war film. Yeah. Like who turned a, fa- a, f- a game about two people beating the, the snot out of each other? Into a war film. I think um, like Mortal Kombat. I mean, the '95 one. I, I say I can't remember much of it now, but I do think now nowadays that they can now put it with so much really high end cinematography and really high end violence, it's going to do it. I think some justice, definitely. To what Gemma says, to the fun factor, it's definitely going to do something for that. Mm, yeah, because it's like you had the the cheese in the '90s. Yeah. And now you've got, I'd say, there was a Mortal Kombat web series called Mortal Kombat Legacies, which is a bunch of shorts. Oh, and they're yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And then Street Fighter came out and did like a web series with like, um, it showed like Ken and Ryu's training when they were younger. I think it's called Assassin's Fist or something. I can't quite remember what it's called, but it's fantastic. I actually remember that one. Yeah. But it's so well made because it's, again, respectful of the source material. Mm. And that's what it all comes down to, again, from what you've all said. You you need people involved who not only understand the source material, but understand what the fans' expectation of the source material yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where I feel the 95 Mortal Kombat to a degree worked, because it was never going to be an Oscar-worthy masterpiece, but they understood the market they were making the film for, mm. and they were allowed to make the film they wanted to make. Definitely, yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen Scorpion's Revenge as well, which is an animated movie which was made after Mortal Kombat 10 or Mortal Kombat 11, also very good. Because again, it was made by NetherRealm and not a big fancy studio. New Mortal Kombat, mm, about 50-50. They've sort of jigged a couple of things with the plot, which I'm not really happy about. Which is fine, because I'll wait, I'll wait. And they didn't get Ed Boom to say get over here, which makes me really sad. Yeah, that, sounded, that was line. really lackluster in the trailer. Yeah, like the the big iconic thing. Because when you think of Mortal Kombat, you probably think of Scorpion. And when he does this whole get over here sort of thing, it's always Ed in every game, cartoon, film. It's always him. And then it was just some guy who sounded like he was wearing a bin lid over his face going, mm. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it was a, um, bit of a weird one to end the trailer on. Well, I know they tried to do it for the thing of impact, but it didn't quite hit the target because I think the masks are too big. On the ninjas, they look like you know. Yeah, play big head mode in like you know any video game. Mm, like yeah. that. That's where ninja masks are, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but still, want to enjoy it because it is a really cool franchise. It's one of my favorites. So we'll see. We What's will. your top? 
game to film. Top game to film. Uh, it you was Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, yeah. We've got, oh, oh, I think we're waiting on you now, Joe. Oh, oh waiting on me. Do a yeah. Witcher. Oh, yeah, TV. oh, yeah, The yeah. Witcher. Yeah, it was good yeah. on that. Great, great series. So I just wanted to challenge Gemma's point about there is none because mine was doom. Was no! Doom. Oh, just for no. Dwayne Johnson. No. The, the, the five minute, not. his absolute Oscar award winning masterful recreation of the Mars USSAS or whatever the hell they were called. UAC. UAC. And the five minute FPS section. In the yes! Oh, yes! No! Yes! No! It's yes. awful! It, is it was pure worst. fan service and it was brilliant. The worst thing ever. The only reason to watch that film for when he gets the rage power up at the end. Oh, God. So right. if you didn't. I want get you to it, know. I want you to know I'm quitting this podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, the writing associated. was beautiful. The story was beautiful. <laughs> the best line in any film ever, I'm not supposed to die. Oh, it was fucking, it was so bad. And even the CGI was fucking terrible. It was only a joke. I, was, I put that top game to film because there was one. I couldn't think of one. I had to look through loads and I was trying to read through them and I was like, Hitman, no, it wasn't that great. It wasn't great. Assassin's Creed, no, it wasn't great. I just couldn't find I found a lot that I enjoyed. Yeah, I think most of the ones that have been good are like solid sevens, maybe. Solid, yeah. Or maybe, maybe like the lower spectrum of a seven. <laughs> <laughs> a really high 6.9 recurring. Well, it's like um, one of them that I wanted to mention as well. Actually, there's two, sorry. Rampage I was mm. just fun. That I, I really enjoyed Rampage. I thought that was really fun. Like, it wasn't amazing, didn't blow me away or anything, but it was, it was you know, just a really good action film, I guess. And the 2018 Tomb Raider movie. Um, yes. I wanted, to, I wanted to like just uh-huh. highlight the fact that no, it was not amazing. No, the stunts were not incredible. <laughs> the editing also was not amazing. But as a game to movie, it was pretty solid, and it did a good job. It did a good job of blending the first mm. two reboot games into one. Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't amazing, but I do, I did want to give that one just so a little. So you're saying down. the Angelina Jolie version? Get not out! <laughs> <laughs> I think the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies were good at the time they came out because they were very true to the original Tomb Raider games. It was very much female action hero, but they don't... True to its time as well, that kind of film for its time on it. I did actually have one on my list for good game to film, but I couldn't say it was really because the franchise, I feel, is more everything. But Detective Pikachu, if anyone was waiting for someone to mention that, it was, yeah. I, I, I downloaded yeah. that and watched it, and it absolutely, I was in stitches. It was like an adult Pokemon film, but it was, mm-hmm. and it was so well done. But I thought I was going to put it, but I thought, well, I think it's, I know Detective Pikachu is a game, but I think Pokemon is a bit of everything, really. I don't really, it's obviously mm-hmm. animated game, isn't it? But it's now just, it is just everything. I don't think, I don't, I couldn't say it was TV to game anymore. It was, it's just all there. It's, it's TV, it's 59 different it's seasons. Yeah, yeah. It's movies. It's toothbrush app. <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> well, there is like I mean, a Detective was... Pikachu game. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, it's yeah, that's what I mean. And it's uh, really, well, it's not faithful to it, but it but takes the idea, it. it just runs with it and creates this amazing world and it feels really fleshed out and really well made. Have you ever seen yeah, the, 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 the anime ones? The trailer for yes. the, the dark Pokemon thing? 
It's a fan-made trailer. I'll link it if you haven't watched it. But it's yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Stunning. Mm. It's not even made yeah. by, by, by uh, I don't know, Game Freak or whoever actually made these films. But it's not even made by them, and it is absolutely astonishing that they haven't been picked up to make. But some of them are now, aren't they? Like that cyberpunk short film they released. Some of the cuts were a bit poor on it, but they made, some fan made fan service did a cyberpunk one that was really good. Yeah. My next one is worst game to film, and I'm going to start on Ed. I've got a cast like a, a very broad selection, but it falls under a common theme, and it's any game adaptation made by Ul Boll. He's a German director and he's made Blood Rain, Postal, Alone in the Dark, House of the Dead and Far Cry. And they are all garbage. Why do they keep hiring? Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that. Okay. Yeah. Um, they were like, they weren't even, they were straight to like video and straight to DVD release. But you'd only ever find them in service stations. You won't yeah. even find them in HMV in a bargain bucket. You just, they're just pure unadulterated garbage yeah. and it, it's such a shame say alone in the dark and house of the dead could potentially do what resident evil did and mm. or silent hill and do a really interesting horror thriller thing mm. but instead they gave it to a guy who probably has some of the worst directing credits in cinematography <laughs> history it's just made a complete abomination i can't fuel how much anger i have for that guy when it comes to um video game adaptations and I know, I just feel myself boiling up now and just, I'm about to go on a massive rant, so I've, I've, I've got to shut up. Yeah, I, I think I need a minute. Get <laughs> yourself out. Yeah, but it's just absolutely Shit. waste waste of film. It's a waste of this. Some poor sap in the factories had to print them to disc. Yeah. <laughs> poor Scotty. Yeah, that lad working the night shift in a, in a DVD making factories had to print them Far Cry discs in them sleeves. <laughs> They're the real victims. So... Gemma, what's your worst game to film? Is it Doom? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Doom. Honestly, most of them. Because they just just don't work. They don't work. There are some good ones, like we've been saying, but there's just... I literally couldn't pick one. Like, if I had to pick one off the top of my head, I probably would say Doom. But it's not the worst one out of all of them, because there are others that are just as bad. So I just... I don't have a single... No, it's Doom. No, it's Doom. It's Doom. Doom. Okay. Doom is the single. I'll accept what? that. I'll say Doom. I don't mind. Why did Dwayne Johnson agree to it? Because <laughs> he was doing anything and everything at the time, so he thought oh. it'd be a good idea, probably. Yeah. Did he? Did he do Rampage as well? Actually, he did. But Rampage was good. <laughs> what a hero! I mean, to be fair, you put him in out, and it just all, if it's like a three, if you put him in it, it gets to a five. Don't matter. Right. <laughs> It doesn't matter, does it? It'll just go up. Yeah. Moana, okay. that's like I'll, a six. Uh, I'll go with Doom. Doom. Yeah. I like that, yeah, I agree. I have three, and I have a guilty pleasure as well. Number one is Doom Annihilation. Ooh. If you've ever oh, seen the sequel... That was so good, though. <laughs> oh, mate, why? <laughs> I, I watched that, I downloaded it legally, and watched it <laughs> on my phone, because I really wanted to watch it. Because it was Doom again, and I wanted to know if it was going to be as bad as Doom. And it's it, the it alien colonial <laughs> of fucking films. It was awful. It was, <laughs> and that it, but it was, isn't it so bad though that a game that is so good and has so much promise to make a really good film has made two absolute fucking belters of shit. The thing is, though, if you go on um, Twitter. 
Go on. They decided to make it exactly the same as the game in movie yeah. form. And you can't do that. You no. just can't do it. So <laughs> when, when the trailer for Doom Annihilation dropped, the Bethesda official account said, we had nothing to do with this. <laughs> they literally like the doom twitter account also replied and said don't blame us this is not on us and then the rock actually dwayne johnson he said ages ago what was the worst Can't thing wait you for my new film to come out yeah he was like he was like um what's the worst thing you've ever done and he was like doom and then doom <laughs> replied to him and then just put dwayne <laughs> Buddy. Uh, come on bob hoskins as Super Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie is one of the worst pieces of dog shit I've ever seen in the media film. Yeah, but you got to love the trench coat goombas, though. <laughs> I, I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> can't even. I look like Mr. X for, for like a, a preschool day. Gemma may beat me over the head with a stick with this, but Final Fantasy Spirits within. No, don't accept. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, uh, I shan't beats on it for any reason apart from I wasn't particularly invested in it. Yeah. It was yeah. a talky film. Well, it's not that. It's like, yeah. it was like I wanted a bit of action from it and it was just felt mm. like a very drawn out conversation have, for two hours. I think it was probably because uh, I think it was out when like Final Fantasy VIII was new or something. It was a yeah. long old time ago. It came out just after Final Fantasy VIII. And I was so into seven VII and eight and stuff um, and this just had nothing to do with anything. And it was yeah. a completely separate story. And bearing in mind, I would have been like, what, 11 when it came out? 11 or 12? Yeah. Hang it, on, was it, came 12. Out in, it came out in 2000. So uh, I would have been 14 just because um, it would have been a 12 then. Yeah, just <clears throat> the cinema just could not get into it. Wanted to, stopped caring, went home. <laughs> went home. <laughs> went home, had enough. Um, watch Doom. <laughs> watch Doom. Watch The Rock Die. Spoilers. Reinvigorated for video games forever. <laughs> My guilty pleasure, and I feel really bad for saying it, but I don't actually care if I care, is wow. the Timothy Oliphant version of Hitman. I know it's a stinker, but I enjoy that film. I haven't seen the movie, but Timothy Oliphant is great, so I'll accept that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about Agent 47, though. Let's <laughs> never talk about Agent 47, though. Think, oh my, that's a terrible sequel. Draw your mind. I think the thing with a lot of them is, though, is that they, some of them are enjoyable films. It's just when you're taking, and this will go on to what I'm about to say for mine, when you're taking it, you're taking a title and you're taking a history and you're taking a portion of what something should be. And when you're reimagining it your way, it's like it's, that's not you're not doing it right. It's just, I don't know, you're just not doing it right. You, you're trying to recreate it as someone who either doesn't follow the law, doesn't follow the story, hasn't played it, hasn't been part of it. And you go in Silent Hill, zombie nurses, well, not zombies, but zombie nurses and loads of red and a guy with a fucking toaster on his on his head and we're going to go stab some people with a massive sword let's just take those yeah. bits and then just blend it into our own story but you're not following the, what it is that this guy people get sucked for some reason into silent hill to find something that they've lost and you get absorbed by it yeah you, it, they don't follow it right and that goes on to what mine is that my worst one but i absolutely love them is resident evil because they are so terrible at telling the Resident Evil story. It's like they literally got all of the story from all of the Resident Evils, cut up the names and mm. cut up pieces and then just threw it at the wall with a bit of glue and went, right, that's that's the first film there. Then bits that have stuck. It's Jill Valentine. No, you haven't got Jill in it. Sorry, they've made some woman up in it, haven't it? It's, um, oh, what's her name? Alice. Alice. They made yeah. her up and then they take the 
robot AI and chuck that in there. Then they put in the supercomputer way underground and they put it in a mansion and she wakes up in the mansion. And then in fucking Resident Evil 6, Barry meets Leon. Well, that never happened. So it's like they literally just took all the bits, threw it on a wall and went, there's the films, go. It has such promise that it could be good. But as I said, as a load of films... I've got them on box set and I love them. And I, I've, I must have watched them about four or five times because they are really, I, I really enjoy them. But for what they did, where they just take the name, they take the logo, they take bits of it, it yeah. doesn't do the game any justice at all. They were definitely my guilty pleasure ones mm. for a while. I, I do maintain that the first Resident Evil movie was a good one. I, I think even yeah. though it didn't have a cast that we knew, it didn't matter. It was, here's the Resident Evil story, here are some characters within that story. Mm. Um, and this is what we've done with it. And it was horrifying. I watched it when I was 11 and I had nightmares for two weeks. It was horrifying. But I stand by that that one was good. After that, it, it wasn't. I don't ever, I don't ever, ever want to talk about the casting for those movies for the characters from the games. They are terrible. Like... I can't. I can't do it. It makes me so angry. But they were my guilty pleasure movies for a while. And and to your point, it's the whole creator thing. Um, if you are somebody who makes things, if you are a filmmaker or somebody who's in game development, if you're a writer if, or, or anything like that, like if you make music, you can only do it in your image. So mm. it's like all, all these people that are, that are taking video games and trying to turn them into movies are basically those people that you go to with a new thing and go, what do you think of this? And they go, oh, it's good, but what if you did it like this? And those people that say that are basically people that are trying to make you do something the way that they would do it. And yeah. it, it's that whole um, taking responsibility of, of what you create. If you want to make something, like if you're trying to tell somebody to do something a certain way, just go do it yourself. In this case, they probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're just not paying any attention it's to like the It's like it's their money, isn't it? So they're saying, yeah. you know, we're, we're buying the license off you and we're just going to do what we think would work with it. But yeah, I agree like, with the casting and such. And I, I get the, the, it's like they try to make their own story. But as I said earlier, they try to create their own story within the universe that already exists. They needed to take yeah. the Resident Evil universe, which is here, which is Resident Evil in the mansion. Then it goes over to Raccoon City. Then Jill runs through the story of Resident Evil 2 to create her own story, which then goes past Resident Evil 2 to number three. And then, and then it just went mental and Leon fucks off to Russia. Um, (laughs) (laughs) they needed to take that story and go so this stuff happens so what about what was happening in raccoon city underground Mm. during that stuff happening let's go with that and then what about when that was kicking off what about we explore a survivor from raccoon city uh, at the time and maybe we throw a bit of a bit of this and leon in there maybe we do throw a bit but not just go so here's here's alice and then here's william birkin skip all the shit with that put a fucking Put a, put a liquor in the middle of the mansion, throw that in there because he looked cool. And it's like they just took bits of stuff and, and made their own yeah. amalgamation. And I think what they what did was they out. put it up on the wall and then just threw darts at it. Yeah. Whatever it landed on, that's what have they that, used. Have that, have that. And it, it, yeah. But I fucking love them because they're that bad, yeah. they're good. I still and haven't I, seen the very last one, but um, uh, not because not... I didn't want to. I just, I just still haven't got around to it. So the last one is what would you love? to see from a, fi- for a film as uh, of a game. And for me, I, I wrote God of War. Uh, I know that Gemma doesn't agree, but 
I, I wrote God of War because I, I did love the story. And, and then I don't know if you played any of the other God of Wars yet. Right? No, I've seen uh, gameplays of them, but I haven't oh. played them. Oh, yeah. So when you play the first three or four, five, six, six, six there's like six of them. Because uh, you've got God of War 1, 2, 3, and then Ascension, Chains of Olympus, and yeah, the Sparta. Sparta one, isn't there? He is just a monster. He just don't give a shit about anything. And he wants to kill everything, and he's just doing it for vengeance, just because he's got his wife's ashes glued to his body. Then when you get to the new one, and it was just such a different way of seeing his character develop, I'd love to see it on the big screen, but I know they would not do it right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it'd happen right. It it, for me as a really good story. I really enjoyed seeing that character development of him and all the stuff when he touches his son's, nearly touches his son's back. 53 times and then shoves him off a cliff oh no that that didn't happen that. that's in the secret yeah. ending oh okay <laughs> but, uh, but that's what i went with i'd love to see it turn into a film what it's not you? that it's not that i don't think it should be well i don't think it should be turned into a movie it not not because i don't like it or anything but because it's another it's another thing that could potentially get ruined mm. and it's kind of like i don't want to see any big titles get ruined by yeah. people that don't know what they're doing with the source material it would Definitely just be a agree. shame it would be a shame yeah. to see it happen we'll find out when uncharted gets released who thought no i'm not getting into it uh, <laughs> <laughs> kev this is going to be sacrilege now to pretty much everyone or anyone that listens is it do uh, no um <laughs> Another Doom movie. It's, it's Doom eternal no <laughs> <laughs> And it'll be even more to Gem because she doesn't want good things ruining. I think if it was handled with care and crafted correctly and pretty much 100% done by Nintendo, I would like to see some form of either mini-series, long-series, or film of Zelda done correctly. It's very hard to do. Uh, and I'm not talking about the animated one that happened in the 90s where he goes, excuse me, princess, because that's not a real thing. It doesn't count. No, because apparently they were doing a Netflix Zelda thing, but as soon as like a whiff of it got to the public, Nintendo was like, no. Yeah. What I get from that is that Nintendo hold this so sacred mm. that it would have to be perfect in order to be released. Is it because Mario was that bad? They are now scared. Well, we joke about this, but... I'm a little bit worried about the Mario movie that is being made um, because they're doing a CGI one, which will just be the same graphics and stuff as like Mario 3D World and stuff. But apart from it's Mario time, woo, yeah, and ha what the fuck does Mario say? You can't turn that into a script. Hey. <laughs> it's a me, a film credit. Like, no, dude, just like <laughs> fucking, how are you going to take that guy seriously when he speaks like a stereotype Italian? Yeah. Like, and you can't really have a proper conversation. Imagine him, like Charles Martino, I was called, being the entire voice cast plus one female to be like all the female voices. And what do you do apart from make a plot about, oh, Princess has been robbed again. Oh, now sound. But then for Devil's Advocate, Link doesn't say anything, does he? Well, that's an interesting thing to put as well, because you're totally right and I've got nothing to say. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I have I have a question about the Zelda thing because full disclosure, I've never played a Zelda game in my life. How old is Link? Is he a kid or is he a teenager or like depends what's going on? Depends on game. So, so that in every any every yeah, it's it's a, the reason why I want it to be done is because it's got such a convoluted timeline. <laughs> I just wanted to clean it up. Uh, right, so pretty much the, the very, very short version of it 
is that in each one there is a Zelda, there is a Link. They're all called Links because they are Links in time. That's the shtick. Uh, they're all called Zelda because they're all royals and yada yada, and that's just the name they give females in, in Hyrule Kingdoms. But because there's three different timelines, depending on what happens with the early games, um, they would have to stick to one. Yeah, well, this, is, this is what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's some, especially, like, the age thing when it comes to Link as well. Like, which timeline are they going to focus on? What audience are they going to target it at? Because then they have to age the characters appropriately. There's loads of things that go into it. And it's kind of like, it must they'd be really They'd just have to do a reboot, or they'd have to do it after. Like, basically, essentially, what they did with Breath of the Wild. Breath yeah, of the no. Wild is set... 10,000 years after the last game in its chronology to be like, right, no to do with it. That's lot. It's just, I just want a story about the hero of time that think, basically slayed the bad guy. Because it's simple. It's is, is, um, is a partial, partial, casual, that's the word, casual mm-hmm. game of Zelda. I wouldn't have known, unless I did a bit of digging, that they are all linked. Haha, <laughs> linked. They're all. <laughs> but, <laughs> I just always saw it as New Zelda. You know, it's yeah, not, yeah. I think that's not, how I kind of always yeah. saw it as well. Yeah. I, I sort of guessed there was some sort of link with them and such. But then that's all they have to do, wouldn't there, is just make a Zelda. You and, and I think, I don't know how they do it to make it work because he doesn't talk unless in this one he did talk. But the beauty of it is that if you make it, they will come. Now, if you make it, it's well, always a new story, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Apart from the one that got released on Switch, that was a remake, but it's always a new story. Uh, so they could just literally go right. We're doing the one that's two thousand years after, or five thousand years after the last one, and just go. Here's mm. the new story, and then the next game is just set around that as well, isn't it? But they don't have to take one of the stories they've already got because it's no, always the right. same sort of thing as well. There's always the desert people. There's always the big rock people. There's always mm-hmm. the water people, and there's always Ganon or Ganondorf or Gone and Fon and Gotta Gotta, whatever his name yeah. is. It's always him <laughs> and yeah. Steve. So it's always Steve. the same principles, isn't it? So they just have to create their own version of it, which should probably be a good thing they could do, which is probably why they started trying to make it. And then Netflix got leaked and it went shits up. Well, this is it. It doesn't have to be based on a particular game. It doesn't even have to be at all in that timeline. It can be a completely new thing yeah. that's got source material stuff with it. That's all it has mm. to be. As long as you've got your very basics... Green tunic, bow and arrow, you know, sword shield, etc. That's all linked to the hour cool, it's other thing. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's I think I think it would be very easy fan service. I think it would be very easy to make, but there are some big decisions that they would also have to make. I think when you go in that level of of um triple A, it needs a budget to back it. Equivalent to Doom. But it needs oh, God. <laughs> you know I mean? like, obviously, <laughs> Doom at the time wasn't a, it was a triple A in theory of SNES and such, but it wasn't a triple A. So when they made it, obviously, they get the budget. It really yeah. should have gone for that kind of thing. But then when you go forward now, if you're going to make a game, a film based on one of these games, it, it needs a triple A budget, doesn't it? If it's a triple A game, it needs a triple A budget. And it, well, it, it does, really. Yeah. It needs to be in the right hands. It's yeah. You've got, you've got to be really careful about it. But I, I think this is one of the reasons why the Uncharted movie was in production hell for so long. You're looking at like ten, nine, ten years it was in production hell for because every time it got passed to a new director, the director eventually said, I've never played the games. I don't know what I'm doing with it. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And there, were, there was even a bunch of directors that said, 
I got offered the I got offered the opportunity to to work with the Uncharted script, but there was no way I could think of doing it differently um, without it just looking like another Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because again, they didn't know they didn't know the video games. They didn't they weren't familiar with the source material. And that's it, though, isn't it? If, if they did know the video games, they would know that and nothing against. Tom Holland, you know, I think he's a really good actor. He plays a great Spider-Man, but that's because that character fits his acting approach, I think. Yeah. Whereas Nathan Fillion does fit Nathan Drake. Mm. Literally, the face, the features, the physique, the person, the, the way voice. he acts, the, the voice, voice Nathan everything. Nathan Fillion and Nolan North might as well be the same person. He, he, fits, the, he fits the person. It's the same as... Um, the guy who played Snake, wasn't it? Uh, David Hater. You know, he fits the person. He fits mm-hmm. the character. I think that's just that's part of the, when they cast these people in role. I mean, obviously Dwayne Johnson was perfect for doing. We all know that. But when they cast <laughs> these people in role, they, they have to fight. Especially if you're going to do something like that, it need. If you're going to basically release that character of what is already a character, mm. you need to make sure you cast the right person. So let's flip it round. And if Wolverine came out as a game. And he looked like Hugh Jackman in that game. Yeah. It's Hugh Jackman's role now. You cannot then go out and release it and put, I don't know, Nathan Fillion as 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 Wolverine. It's not the right person to play that role, is it? So it, it, Can you I'd imagine that? to see that. Yeah, yeah, I would as well. Actually. Andrew Garfield <laughs> playing Wolverine. It just oh, God. as a little sidestep to that. If the Uncharted thing is like, it could be like a prequel to the yeah. um, games, like it's like ten ten years before. But did a similar thing in the nineties with Indiana Jones. There was a TV series based off him as a teenager. It was it was like I think Indiana Indiana Jones in that one was an old man telling his story as as a kid. Well, I was just actually going to say one of the really interesting ideas that I came across online and it was actually something I had considered myself as well. When they cast Tom Holland as because he's going to be playing young Nathan Drake and it's kind of like the story of, I guess, of how he becomes a a treasure hunter. Basically, the story of Nathan Drake in like Uncharted 3 and 4. If it was Nathan Fillion as older Drake telling the story and yeah. the rest of the movie is Tom Holland as young Drake, that would have been great. Yeah. I think that's a mistake. It still could be. It still yeah. could be. We don't know. It, it does mean, also do need... Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not in it. <laughs> it does need uh, that to happen, but then also some scenes with Nathan with Nathan Drake, with Nathan Fillion being Nathan Drake as well, though. Absolutely. You know, running down, running down a fucking alleyway with a tank chasing him and all that. <laughs> As well, I mean, to tangent on that part, the games just tell stories so well now, don't they? Though, as I said at the start, I remember reading a fact a while ago, which I didn't even bother fact checking for this. Just I just went with it. But the the gaming industry is bigger than the film and music industry combined now, and it. I mean, the budget for Remember Killzone was something astonishingly massive when that came out, and that's obviously old now. But it is such a massive industry, and when you're paying, I remember, remember years back when the parents and that would say, "Yo, it's fifty pound for that game." Like, yeah, but you get like thirty plus hours out of them. You know, the 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 investment in it is massive. I think the storytelling, the script writing, and everything. You, you know, you play. We, we will talk about this in the future. But you play Last of Us Two and. The way that the cinematography alone is done in that game, and then Last of Us One, it's not it's it's the, it's the well the well versed acting and the CGI capture that just it is like watching a film. It is that well done. Uh, Ed, I think it's you. Yep. What's um, yours? I'd like to see the first Watch Dogs game turn into like a spy thriller, just as yeah. like a, a lone man out on his own and he comes across dead sec and joins forces with him and takes on something better. 
Yeah, simple story, exciting. but with the hacking stuff, and they've got a potential to do a pretty decent story with it. Yeah, I agree. Like, and Aiden Pierce is a pretty decent fleshed out character in that game. Like he mm-hmm. has his own motivations, his own story. I think under the right hands, they could do like a really intimate thriller with like not a massive cast, um, not a massive budget as well. You can do that film pretty cheaply, um, but just get the story on point. Yeah, that's a good bomb. I mean, very underrated set of games, I think, as well. I oh, think, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think it's a bit unfair that they didn't get slagged off more for that uh, E3 trailer like Cyberpunk did. Because the E3 trailer was had all this isometric volume lighting and loads of weather physics the stuff was flapping in the wind and all that then it came out and it looked shit and <laughs> we just let it happen but then cyberpunk did the same and cd project red pretty much going into liquidation i think now i mean it's been what Not far off. 10 years yeah close to it yeah it was a, yeah was it like a ps3 game or something at the time three four yeah it was a yeah. cross, cross yeah. gen um, I, I think, I believe. yes yeah and i think with watchdogs it was kind of like obviously it wasn't acceptable there were there were a lot of people i think that were mad that the game didn't live up to be how crazy is that actually it was a cross-gen game and it looked like crap on last gen and not that great on this gen and then cyberpunk's done the same thing hasn't it i think people are more critical these days and, oh uh, yeah everyone's got a voice haven't they yeah or a podcast yeah standards are definitely but i well. say with um watchdogs it came out of nowhere very, very little press about it at the time cyberpunk has been in people's faces for close to a decade oh yeah since before CDP, watchdogs. yes CDPR has been there just slowly churning away at it. And when the trailer came out at E3 and stuff, and then Keanu came out, and it was just, it was on par with a massive cinema event or like a big music release or something like that. It was like, it stopped the internet. It needed. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) That's where they fell down. Oh, Dwayne Johnson. Well, Dwayne, you should be DJ Project Red. I'd be in. Yeah. He should should have played the talking vending machine. Next Mortal Kombat DLC. He should have been Johnny Silverhand. What a Scorpion King. (laughs) Yeah, what a fucking terrible film that was. (laughs) And gay. So, I I couldn't think of anything for what I would... I mean, I could think of a load of stuff like The Avengers, but what I would love to see, which is a game, but it was not great, what I would love to see a film as a game. But I couldn't really think of any. Anyone have any? I couldn't think of any at all. Because I think, to Gemma's point, the two separate mediums that I don't think should be merged. One I was kind of sad that never saw the light of day would have been a potential Bioshock movie with Gore Verbinski, I think it was. Purely because, aesthetically, it's got a really interesting look to it. It's got, you know, the story's pretty good, but the problem is Bioshock 1 and 2 are very much the same game. You'd really be sort of stuck on your ass because everything's a trilogy these days. Yeah, yeah. you'd make Bioshock and then you'd make Bioshock Infinite and then you'd be like, oh, what's the next one? Oh, well, Ken Levine's gone, so I don't really care. I think... no, I forgot what I was going to say. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I think on a uh, similar point to Bioshock, a Gears movie Dead would, Space um, would be good. Yeah, would be Dead, great. Dead, Dead Space. Space. Yeah, Dead Space film. Everyone's on this sequel train now, like with Resident Evil, and then you got like the um, Fast and the Furious films that are getting stupider and stupider. Yeah. Everybody wants a sequel. Everybody wants a franchise. Everybody wants that shared universe. Yeah. I think they want And to- it's just, it, it doesn't bode well for game to film adaptations because sooner or later you're going to start churning out tosh just to keep the license yeah. and stuff to, and keep things moving to your point and to Gemma's point also everyone's point to be fair there are two Resident Evil movies coming out or two Resident Evil things there's two yes. Resident Evil things coming out because one of them is yeah. a movie and one of them is a series TV. 
So, and they're both Netflix. But the thing is, what you've got is that you all know already, I assume, is um, I can't remember the title of it, but there is one which is essentially Resident Evil 2 remake, but done in movie form. Or, yeah, you know, the animated ones brilliant. are always yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. They are really good. But then um, the Netflix show with the Wesker kids. Um, no. <laughs> No. Have you seen out. the casting? Have you seen the casting? I refuse to. Don't. Don't look at it. Don't no, watch it. Just don't. don't do it. It's Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. This is Spider-Man Homebreaker. Now, <laughs> <laughs> but no, on a serious note, that's very telling of A, keeping a license and agreement, but also separate teams making it. Yeah. Like, you can tell, like, you must be able to tell from the way it looks, the way like, the atmosphere is, that the, the movie will have been made very much Capcom in-house. Or, like, yeah. you know, a lot to it. Whereas it's like, oh, well, there's the Wesker kids, Johnny and Sally. And... <laughs> and that's why I hope that they don't time it off to them and they create their own shocking Resident Evil universe. You've got a universe created. Just work within that. Not like, Source don't create material. 15 Wesker kids. Yeah. It depends on what you're trying to achieve. Like, I know obviously money is the main thing for everyone that makes films and all the rest of it. But you have got people that want to do it as an art form, and you've got it people that want to make an extra thing. Like, remember when DLC was because people really liked the game, so I'll make a bit more story that we just didn't put in the game or whatever. And now it's a fucking blueprint before it's even made. Remember, like, when people wanted to do things as a continuation of the thing? Because it's entertaining, not as opposed to, mate. Well, if we do one Resident Evil and it does all right, we can uh, we can make three more, and then we can uh, we can do action figures. Like, fuck off. So, yeah. so <laughs> politely. I just just stop. <laughs> just just no no bruh. And has anyone else got anything? I think because uh, I was actually talking to somebody about this earlier as well. Um, has anybody seen at least like so the trailer or some gameplay for that? Um, I think it's an indie game for Fay F E, and it's a little. Little I've wolf. heard of it. Yeah, I've seen and that. You've, you've, you've got a, yeah, 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 and um, you basically you have to like save the forest and the animals in the forest. It's like it's that kind of thing. A game like that, made in the style of Pixar or DreamWorks, would be Indie cute. Titles, as hell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Indie yeah. titles in animation, Pixar, DreamWorks would be amazing. Ori is a movie. Like, Aria's movie, yeah. Little Nightmares in Disney Little Nightmares. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tim Burton, Little Nightmares. Can you imagine? Probably. You've probably hit the nail on the head, Gemma, is that indie titles, you can become films. Yeah. Anything else, it's just... You might think Unravel was a film because of how adorable it is and it's got two so, things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've got that on here now. We were playing yeah. that the day. It's really good. And actually, as a, as a side one as well, I would like to see a movie version of the division in like a fast and furious style it would be amazing what, with 97 sequels it would be so funny honestly yeah. so it good i was just gonna say there's a there's a division movie that they i think it's a, it's like a 20 minute movie though it's a short oh, movie. okay um and it's um it, it was basically used it, it was basically used as advertisement for division one oh. it was actually a full-on movie being made oh it's actually happening yeah yeah that that would be so good yeah okay yeah last i checked um jake gyllenhaal is leading it so sorry to ruin it for you yeah yeah 
I give it and I take it away. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson's back. Oh, well. Bruce Willis is a ghost. Division with Dwayne Johnson. Go. <laughs> and uh, I think then on that bombshell, unless anyone else has anything else to add. Ah, I think we're all. All of our Doom out of our system, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> right, I am definitely checking if Doom is on Netflix tonight. Actually, I know I'm watching. If anyone watched you. Yeah. Yeah, we're on the last. I watched the first season. We just I don't know why we just decided not to watch the second season. But we're just on the last episode of that, so I think I'm going to finish that tonight. So that's just totally irrelevant of this podcast. Everyone, go watch yeah. it <laughs> on the <this> cloud. <laughs> 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 <laughs>